Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts, looking at chapter 16, verse 18, read from today's New International Version. The demon-possessed girl, according to Ellicott, is uh, through her continual crying out to the um, to the men of God. She's longing for deliverance and peace and calm, and she sees that these men are able to deliver her, unlike her masters who were using her condition for their profit. Her masters were exploiting her unfortunate condition. Her body was probably um, violently distended like a leather bottle full of wine and ready to burst. So if you can just imagine this scene, this girl following them around and screaming at the top of her voice that these men are from God. They are here to show us the way of salvation. So let's listen to Acts chapter 16, verse 18, read from today's New International Version. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirits, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. Again, Acts chapter 16, verse 18, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 16, verse 18, read from today's new international version. Yesterday when I tried to uh, record, it took me several tries. So I'm starting with this first recording to pray for angel protection and for the Holy Spirit to protect me as I go through this. Yesterday I was almost losing my voice. I recorded so many times. So let's go ahead and share what I found on this one verse. And I found a lot of very interesting information. So let me go ahead and get started. Luke describes for his readers the work of the evil spirits and unclean spirits in the girl. And it's called a python spirit. It involved convulsive movements and wild cries of the Pythian priestesses of Delphi. He recognized her miracles as identical with those of the priestesses of Delphi. The wild distortions, the shrill cries, the madness of an evil inspiration, like the sibyls and sorceresses and clairvoyance of other times, the girl with her wild cries caught up and received as oracles and again it makes me think of the mythology that we read the Greek and Roman mythology that we read about the uh, Sibyls or when we read about Ulysses and about Odysseus but let me continue 
um, she was following Paul and us as Luke writes and she's crying out these men are servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation and we read yesterday that Satan does have to tell the truth you know even though in this case because they're in a pagan um, country it's going to be misconstrued as coming from that she's speaking of Zeus so let me continue. According to Matthew Henry, perhaps these words were spoken in an ironical, bantering way, as ridiculing the apostles as pretenders and mocking them. And he made us think of Christ's uh, persecutors as they complimented him with Hail, King of the Jews. So he said, justly, Paul was grieved as any good man's heart would be to hear any good truth of God bawled out in the streets in a canting, uh, uh, a jeering way. So Paul, Paul was annoyed. He was worn out as many days and she's following them. He was both grieved and sad for the condition of the girl and thoroughly annoyed and, um, and uh, by the indignant way the, uh, the continued demonstrations of the evil spirit which possessed her. If Paul accepted the demon's words, he would appear to be linking the gospel with demon-related activities, not to mention the prophecy-for-profit approach that this girl's owners had taken. And that I had not thought about until the commentary part, you know, pointed it out. She was doing this for profit, so maybe she thought she was helping them, or maybe, as Matthew Henry said, she was making fun of them. We don't know. But at any rate, Paul was like, um, he's trying to do his work of ministering, and she's a distraction. She's probably making the crowd think and wonder, are they Christians for real, or are they pagans like us? But let me go ahead and continue. If they associated her with uh, Paul and his companions with paganism, that would definitely damage the message of Christ. So Paul commands in the name of Jesus for those for that spirit to come out of her. He commanded the evil spirit to come out. He turned with holy indignation, angry both at the flatteries and at the reproaches of the unclean spirit and said, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And by this, he will show that these men are the servant of the living God and are able to prove themselves. So without her testimony, her silence will demonstrate it more than her speaking could do. Thus, Paul shows the way to salvation indeed is um, and that it's the um, by breaking the power of Satan and chaining him up that he might not deceive the world and that this salvation is only through the name of Jesus and the, de the demon was cast out and he was cast out in the name of Jesus and by none other and we have to remember that throughout the Roman Empire the inspiration of the priestesses of Apollo was believed in and temples were everywhere uh, to perpetrate and celebrate this delusion. 
So Christianity had to oppose this extensive system of deception and fraud and expose the delusion and show the power of Christian religion over the arts and powers of deception. The expulsion of the evil spirit would offer proof of the fact that the apostles were really from God. And it was far better proof than this young girl following around with her noisy, troublesome proclamation. These are men of God. They've come to save us. We we must remember that Jesus did cast demons out in his own by his own authority. And Paul is careful to speak to demons only in the authority of Jesus Christ. And as we speak to the demons in our lives, it's always only in the authority of Jesus Christ. And they came, the demon came out that very same hour. The idea that very same hour is that the demon came out immediately. Let's pray. Father, I come before you thanking you in the name of Jesus Christ, thanking you that today's recording only took one one uh, time, and I praise you for that. We th- I thank you for your angels. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you that I was able to do this in the name of Jesus. And Father, we bring all of our problems to you. And we cast them to you. All of the demons in our lives, we cast out in the name of Jesus. Thanking you in advance, Father, for that powerful name. That name that is above, there's no other name above that name, but the name of Jesus. And his name, demons must tremble. We thank you, Father. We're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many needs. So many so many are grieving. So many are in bereavement. So many are in pain. So many are ill. But God, we thank you for the blessings also. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you, Father, that we are in our right minds. We thank you that even if there's conditions that you've, there are doctors and medicines for these conditions. We thank you for that, Father as we walk in divine health and we're thanking you in advance as we pray for those who need you and thank you and bless your name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.